you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade, or at least grab an extra latte. After getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, no minimum balance requirements, and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals24. That's Chime.com goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And then after that, we got burgles. And my mom was like, nah, we're moving. Yeah. So then I grew up in a state in uh, Gascoigne. Okay. lived there for like 14 years. Like, there was just so much talent within yeah. our borough. Mm. Um, hence why I kind of went on and started off my dance platform okay. after knowing that I've come from a low income mm. background family from a rough estate mm. I think there's that kind of like element that kind of like I want to get out of this yeah I want to be a bit more we've hit a hard time like everyone's talking about money mm. and I was like oh but when I was at uni actually I was very much like on it with my finances yeah and then that's what made me realize there was actually certain things that I was doing that could potentially help other people but then the content creation on the side was kind of overweighing and actually I was getting paid more mm. doing content creation that was the craziest thing of it all mm. I thought wait how am I getting paid more doing that to the point where I started booking off leave mm. to go and do campaigns as of October so basically when I left my full-time job I basically made my dance hustle my main hustle how many streams is this is this like, yeah it's like it's like loads isn't it is yeah it seven eight <sighs> more welcome to the takeoff experience where i sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey their failures and their successes if you want to take off in your career your business your finances or your mindset then this podcast is for you welcome back to the takeoff experience we have a very special guest here in the building lv we've got a fellow content creator how are you doing today i'm good how are you i'm good i'm good um as we were talking offline i'm a little bit under the weather uh, i'm gonna try and do it you know doing it for we're, we're doing it right we can't we can't we can't cancel it um so wanted to give the listeners and watchers a bit of an insight into who you are so who is lv yeah, so my name is Elvi, aka Save with Elves, and I mainly talk about money saving tips and side hustles. So I help people figure out side hustle ideas or just kind of share my own personal experience um, and sometimes actually just document it like a mini vlog and like this is like, you know, the day life of a side hustler. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah, helping people save money, uh, especially during the cost of living as well, but also helping them kind of figure out how can they generate more money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's especially very important in, in the current, um, environment that we're in with like high inflation interest rates going up yeah. you know, people feeling like they don't earn enough they can't save quick enough so I feel like your yeah. content is really really valuable at this time and you're smashing it so oh, just keep thank keep you. keep doing it thank you thank you thank <laughs> you um wanted to talk a little bit about your story um so like where, where, where are your parents from so um Mum is um, Angolan and okay. dad's Congolese. Oh, nice. And nice. I was born in Holland. Um, Were you? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a madness. Yeah. Okay, so you born in Holland. Did you grow up there? Yeah, yeah, I did. I left okay. when I was six years old. I'm now 24. Right. Um, right. Got five siblings. So four of us were born in Holland wow. and the last one was born in the UK. Do you speak the language? Dutch? Yeah, a little bit. A little Not, bit. Yeah, it could be. I mean, all of you are there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So you, do you speak like, it within a family? Um, So my dad actually lives in Holland. So oh, when we go back, family. yeah, we you know, we pick up certain words, but when they speak fast, sometimes like, you, you can't, I can't yeah. register. Like, <laughs> it, it, but I can survive. If you drop me there. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. Say, say a Dutch word. I want, I, Cause I don't really know. Um, Dutch. I think you probably know what this means. Yeah. Um, no, what's that? 
Good Welcome. morning. Oh, good morning. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. Yeah. That does sound like good morning. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's kind of mad. Well, for the middag, you can yeah. kind of hear the words in there. Okay. It means like good afternoon. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like another version of English or something like that, right? You, you could say that with yeah. a lot of scratches to the throat. Yeah. <laughs> that's mad. That's mad. Well, that's it. Yeah. So, okay. So you said Angola. Where was that one country? Congo. And Congo. Have you been to either of them? Never been to Africa. Is it? No. Really? I'm scared, but okay. I, I really want to go. But I'm just. I, I don't know. Something hasn't yet. Mm. Like I haven't had a eureka moment. It's for like yeah, yeah. I'm confident enough to go. Yeah. If I went, I thought I feel like I need to go with a group of people. I couldn't just. That's go true. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think it's the first like experience of being in Africa, a completely different environment. Yeah. I would love to go, but I'm just really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Like it is. It is. It, it can be a bit of a like shock to your system going there because it is. It is different to here, yeah. right? Like. Life is different. Yeah, the laws attitudes. Yeah, laws are different. <laughs> attitudes are different. So I do get what you're saying. Like I remember, like when we, I mean, the wife and I uh, went to Nigeria last year. Everybody was like worried. Oh, you make sure you get security and all. To be fair, we actually the group that we were in with had security because wow. it, yeah, it was quite a dangerous time wow. so yeah but i mean aside from that generally i think it's all right you haven't helped <laughs> i'm not going <laughs> no you know what i want to go back every year that's yeah, the truth no nice. for real like do you know what i'm saying so okay yeah. cool and um whereabouts what were you obviously you moved to the uk was <laughs> it like london straight away that you that you came to i actually moved to hackney okay um so i actually lived yeah in hackney and then we moved because it was quite still rough during them times like gunshots everything like that so yeah. then moved to um dagenham okay um that was racist at the time dagenham yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was That's really so strange i yeah. know it's a bit political here but yeah it yeah. was very much race at that time yeah and then after that we got burgles and my mom was like nah we're moving yeah. So then I grew up in a state in uh, Gascoigne. Okay. Lived there for like 14 years. I've moved now. Um, Gascoigne, where's that? What estate? That sounds uh, Barking. Gascoigne. Barking. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's not that far from Barking. No, not at all. It's the same yeah. borough, Barking yeah. and Dagenham. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up in the same estate as a uh, pot yeah. paper. Okay, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah what was yeah. it like growing up in that area then? It's rough. Yeah. I think, so, so yeah. <laughs> from a rough burgled area to even another rough more area. Rough. Yeah. But I felt like that, that was more community because everyone's kind of in the same boat. I know yeah. it sounds quite bad, but everyone's yeah. kind of in the same boat, just yeah. grafting, yeah. Um, just kind of like, you know, just getting by kind yeah. of vibe. Um, but also there was just so much talent within yeah. our borough. Mm. Um, hence why I kind of went on and started off my dance okay. platform after. Okay. Um, but yeah, like there were so many talented people, but in terms of like community wise, it mm. felt more like a community. Okay. Like you knew your neighbours, if that makes yeah. sense. Like you yeah. could, knew everyone in your state. You could, mm -hmm. you could be out and your family would be like, that's fine. Like yeah. you can just be out. With, I know what you know? you're saying saying like it even though it's a ghetto there is it's strange for people yeah. to understand it but it's not as bad if you're not involved in it you're yeah. okay yeah 100 speaking Perfectly right? said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just yeah. how it is right yeah. like if you're involved in it of course you're gonna hear what the crime is but if you're not involved in it generally speaking not much happens to innocent yeah. people yeah generally speaking wow yeah. okay so barking barking size nice yeah. nice nice <laughs> and uh, did you go to school in the area too i did Good. yeah um primary mm. um secondary yeah through to sixth form Cool. What what school like for you? Were you like one of those people that like love school, like studying and stuff like that? Yeah, like I too, I was really sporty. Okay. Um, so I was very much like you know rounders team, netball team, and then I was in the volleyball team. Yeah. Um, okay. through that, um, we got scouted. Um, a few members from my school started playing for West Ham girls. Um, then we played for London Link. So I was wow. very much like you know in the volleyball scene. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, I was running a dance platform. So okay. I started running a dance platform. Wait, when did you start running that? Uh, literally when I was fourteen, I started teaching 14. dance. So yeah, I was That's still in mad. school. <laughs> so um, wow. literally, yeah, people in my state, I was like, hey, I want to start a dance um club. Like, I really yeah. want to make it happen. Um, and my older sister was kind of like, let's help, like, kind of kickstart that. Mm -hmm. um, so she was my biggest inspiration, kind of really making it happen. And then because we were kind of brought up in Salvation Army Church in Barking, they were like, we will support you. Like, okay. you know, what you've got, the vision is amazing. You want to help young people. You just want to teach them dance. You want to give them opportunities. Yeah. I was young myself. I felt like there wasn't enough. We're just playing outside all the time. We're like, yeah. there was, there's more. There's more to life, guys. There's more yeah. to life. So that's why I kind of started. So while I was still in school, I was very much sporty. Um, but also, yeah, teaching dance and basically so running a dance platform. From 14, that's L Literally, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, wild. Literally. Was anybody else in your family like that? Like business-wise? like, Or was you like one of the first people coming out from that? If I'm being completely honest, I think I was like the one the first, to be honest. Like Mad. my family supported like all the way. Like my older sister now teaches for 
not just for me, but like, you know, for the platform. Yeah. Um, my younger sister is our teachers as well. Okay. So nice. we all basically it's basically now a family business to be honest. Oh, um, really? so we all yeah, teach. That us. is dope. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to talk talk a bit more about that because actually I had it I had it on a, a mm. list of my questions. Did you uh, because obviously you were doing that, did you then decide did you still decide to go to uni or I did, yeah. yeah. You, you still I went to uni, okay. Yeah, I went nice. to I studied at the University of Hertfordshire. Okay. And I did events. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, through that. That's kind of where my passion grew as well for okay. events and being yeah. able to plan events, work yeah. at events. Um, yeah, that was kind of like, I don't know why, but at the time it was like, this is what I want to do. I want to go and get a degree in the events industry. Okay, that's so, interesting. What was the first thing that you kind of did after like uni? Like? Um, I actually started working um for a company and my role within that was mm. events okay um but then i then started a side hustle another which, one yeah okay. like so that was my job yeah um working events i was an event manager um and then after that i was still obviously teaching darts at the same time doing that um but then i started a side hustle um this was like the main hustle at the time um which was working at for secret cinema okay so i was okay. doing that as well obviously working that's on the... for secret cinema yeah okay. so yeah. i basically um got a contract and yeah. i worked with them for a couple of months yeah um have periods of shows yeah so that's what i was working at the time which what was, was that um, what that did that involve um, so at the time I was working for Stranger Things at the time. Okay. So it's like an immersive I experience. That, I remember that secret cinema. I feel like I saw that O2 priority or something like that. M- maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It was, to be fair, it was actually really good. And yeah. because we had to basically create a world. Mm-hmm. So when people come in, they feel like they're actually in America. They actually feel like they're in Stranger oh, Things. Okay. So I was speaking like an American accent and everything. Like we all got <laughs> trained. Mad. It was That's so tough. <laughs> we all got trained to speak like an American accent. Like yeah. you're coming into a new world. So... I did that, signed a contract, and I worked with them for a little bit yeah. as well. So I was very much still doing events and doing dance at the same time. Okay, so dance, events, and yeah. then you're doing the secret cinema. That's, that's yeah. mad. Wow, <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. you you were doing it. Um, going back to uni, what was uni yeah. like? Like, were you still you were still doing the dance business? Okay. Yeah. So what, I was, did that mean you had to come back to East London? I was. From... I was coming back every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. How you? How did you manage that? I don't know. Yeah. You know, like you're just in it. You're just yeah. doing it. I actually yeah. don't know how I was doing it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was studying full time. Um. And then my first, second, and actually third year, I also had basically like a term job. So I was mm. working at JD Sports. Okay. So I did that as well. Cool. Um. So <laughs> yeah, but I only worked. Eight hours, which yeah. was literally like one day a week. Like okay. I didn't really, bad, yeah. yeah, like I could, I could cope. But obviously your timetable is so different yeah. at uni. So yeah. some days it's a bit more intense, some days it's not. But yeah. every Friday I'd come back down to London and teach dance. Mad, 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 yeah. mad, mad, mad. So I didn't actually get the proper like uni experience. I was working more than you, anything. You, you felt like you didn't. Did you, did you prefer to do that, to, to hustle and work rather than, you know, the full uni going out every Monday to Friday. I did. That's probably yeah. why I did it for so long. Yeah. I think I did just prefer it. Just to, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I, I don't mind like why? working. I, 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 I don't know. know. I, I, it'd be good to understand the motivation. Do you know like why you think that you prefer to just? No, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I, it's not even the right word. Not that I prefer not to be lazy, but I think I just felt like <laughs> I want to be productive. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's, no, that, is, <laughs> that is the right word. I, I, you yeah. know what? I, I, I therefore hear you on that because there are days I feel like it's really tough for me to just lie down in the yeah. house and do nothing. You feel it's, lost it's sometimes, human. like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always thinking I should be doing something. something yeah. That's just, it's a bit, I don't want to say it's strange. I guess maybe that's why we're wired to doing business because we're just yeah. non-stop. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. We need to just be doing something. I mean, hmm. there must have been some form of it. I probably was yeah. saving for something, to be fair. Yeah. To be fair, I did have a car yeah. second year of uni. Okay. Um, so That's probably good. just kind of just paying bills, really. Probably yeah. just the fear of, of maybe not having money to, yeah. to like cope with like the uni expenses and stuff yeah. like that. So that's probably, to be fair, probably maybe one of the reasons why I was kind of like, yeah, let me make sure I'm not in like crazy debt. Let me just yeah. make sure that I've, you know, got enough money just in case my car could break down. Yeah, I think that was kind of what it was. To yeah. Be honest. Do you feel like, um, you know, growing up in a certain environment will make you want for more? A little bit you feel like there might have been an element of that yeah i think, think so, so. Yeah? yeah i think so i think yeah one kind of knowing that i've come from a low income mm. background family from a rough estate mm. i think there's that kind of like element that like, kind of like i want to get out of this yeah i want to 
be a bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. It's crazy that, you know, because it's like uh, so many people have a perception that like people in those areas just want to stay there. They don't want to yeah, stay no. there. They want to get out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we try to get out. You know what I mean? We do. We try to get out and we'll work hard to get out. Like we'll fight yep. new tooth and nail to, to get out. So, rah, okay. Um, so, okay. So you did your, your, your events management and then at what point did like content creation and stuff like that come in? This was, um, yeah, basically during lockdown for me okay. to be fair because I actually kind of started my um Save with Elves YouTube I think it was like late 2018 okay. 2019 but I didn't take it seriously it was <laughs> yeah. just there like I didn't take the YouTube channel seriously yeah. at all like it's dry um <laughs> and then I was like oh wow like we've hit a hard time like everyone's talking about money hmm. and I was like oh but when I was at uni actually I was very much like on it with my finances yeah and then that's what made me realize there was actually certain things that I was doing that could potentially help other people because I was saving money um, at university as well. So I thought, oh, maybe this might be a nice way to kind of tie in and help yeah. the next gen of students. Yeah. That's initially kind of how it started. Um, and then after that, it kind of boarding because we went through yeah, lockdown yeah. and I was like, there's other ways that people can actually make money that people don't actually know about. And that's kind of why I started sharing like, oh, guys, you know. I use receipt apps. Like, and you know, I make yeah. money from receipts. Like, I make money from walking. I do all these yeah. different things that I thought that people might not have known yeah. about. So, I think lockdown was a massive push, and I wasn't living with my um, with my family and to my parents. Mm. I was with my older sister, so we moved out um, separately. Mm. So, the event industry kind of went downhill as well because of COVID. Yeah, okay. like all the clients just yeah. Obviously, like, yeah, nobody's no one's doing events. Nothing, right? Yeah. So, and even like moving online was like it wasn't ideal for a lot of like mm. you know that that industry in particular. So, um, yeah, that's kind of when I was like, oh, I really want to help people. Like, mm. I really want to help them figure out maybe ways that they can save. Yeah. Even if it is just going to a supermarket, how can they save when they go to the supermarket? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where the motivation kind of like kicked in. Okay. Um, but like I said, the YouTube channel was already there, but it was just dry. <laughs> it was <laughs> there was dry. nothing on there. Um, but yeah. And then just kind of being around that space and realizing some people that you're helping yeah. that motivates you more. Yeah. And then actually realizing, wait, there's a whole community out here. Like everyone's like helping know, each other. Yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. You're sick. Um that's that's dope. Do you remember your first piece of content that you put out there on uh, I guess on were, were you you were more focused on Instagram or TikTok? Uh I think. <clears throat> um, I think my first video might have been how to save money on school uniform. Okay, that's an interesting <laughs> one. Okay, talk me through that. I didn't know that you could save <clears throat> money on that. Yeah, so I was kind of sharing tips on how people can save money on their school uniforms. So I was like saying, um, parents, like you can go and buy a plain blazer, and then you can get buy your school logo separately and just like iron it on or stitch it on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay. So I was like, that's a great way. Like, that's actually money. smart. Yeah, because yeah. your school blazer will probably cost you like 25, 30 pounds. Yeah. You can literally go Sainsbury's, yeah. get a plain blazer, yeah. go to the school shop, yeah. get yourself like a six pound um, yeah. badge and then just put it on yourself. That is very, Yeah, very so that, I think smart. that was my first basic YouTube video, I think, of yeah. me today saying, hey parents, it's like seven ways like, you can save money on school uniform or like look at, wow. you know, supermarket brands and stuff like that instead wow. of going directly to school shops. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's epic. That was epic. And you got the bug like right after that, right? From there, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do another video. And mm. then I was like, oh, you know, people who work for the NHS is how you guys can save money on your, yeah. like, your coffees. Or these are the certain mm. places where you guys can like get your discounts. If yeah. it's Bella Italia, all these places. Yeah. And I think that was the actually most watched video. And I don't actually like that video. You I don't, don't like that. I look horrible. Yeah. The videos that you don't like are the ones that always do. Uh, for oh, some why reason. Why is this doing well? I like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> do this content oh Literally. my god how, how do you find how do you find content creation you know like you know because you do a, a few day in the lives as well you've been yeah asking, uh, how, how are you finding that do you know what i actually found it quite hard to balance um content creation with my full-time job okay so um were you still were the, did you you were still had as an events manager during covid where they make you do other stuff though? so it yeah, basically kind of went online okay. and some of the stuff. So um, we had less clients, which kind of meant less planning for, mm. like planning events for clients, but we still were working. Okay. Um, but it was very dry. Okay. So um, in, so last year actually, um, so actually after I went from event manager, I actually got another basically full-time job working in TV and film. Okay. So that's why I built my connections during TV and film. But still doing that, I was still running, doing side hustles on okay. the side. Yeah. 
And then my other full-time job, which I ended up getting, which I recently resigned from, was um, events and community manager, which was great. But it was just intense Mm. because I couldn't now manage content creation because it kind of went quiet in terms of like brand partnerships and stuff. It went quiet. And I was like, do you know, I'm just going to go back and get a full-time job. Mm. That's what I'm going to do because, you know, let let me just be safe. Yeah. And then, weirdly enough, it started to build up Mm. more after that. And Mm. I was like, I don't know if I can like balance both. I I love my full-time job. And I love what I'm doing. And I love, you know, the the essence of what I'm doing and helping the community and planning events, which is what I studied. Mm. But then the content creation on the side was kind of overweighing. And actually I was getting paid more mm. doing content creation. That was the craziest thing of it all. Mm. I thought, wait, how am I getting paid more doing that to the point where I started booking off leave mm. to go and do campaigns? And I was mm. like, mm, yeah. I don't know. Like, this is not ideal, you yeah. know? Um, so one of the campaigns that I did was for, um, with Jay, because we both, um, I went to uni and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And we basically were put in a room and we had to kind of like play a game basically <laughs> okay, for yeah. a campaign. And <clears throat> I remember doing that campaign. I was just thinking to myself, if I was not able to book leave, I would have missed out on a great opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I found it quite hard to be able to just keep, yeah, balancing both. So actually I left my full-time job in um, in October, actually. Okay. Just recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. So just to actually focus on yeah. my content creation, which wow. is actually crazy. And That's I know it's a, it's a big leap and, yeah. you know, African parents won't be happy about that. But <laughs> but I was like, you know, believe, believe, like, trust me, you believe, believe, believe because people believe are here, you know, on social media, making crazy money mm-hmm. off of one post. Like yeah. there's people that are not far from reach who are literally earning 15K mm. for one post around you. And it's like, Anyone can do it. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, one post. Yeah, can you imagine? Crazy. That's so much. Wow. Imagine you got two free yearly salary done. Huh? Done. Let me just chill for the rest. Done. Of you're you're, you're, you're yeah. living. You're you're laughing. That's crazy. Yeah. So wow. that's kind of the aim in terms of like you know really putting in the work so mm. you know you kind of replace um, yeah. your full time income. Mm-hmm. And um, you you mentioned that you you worked with a few brands, right? Talk us mm. through how those happened, how they came about and how you were feeling at the time yeah. as well. Um, so some of the brands actually just reach out to you directly. Like yeah. they will Instagram you, they'll DM you. Hey, would you like to, you know, um, hear more about the campaign we've got coming up and stuff like that. When I first started out, actually, I had no clue. Like I didn't know how much you should be charging. Yeah. I would say yes to like a gifted thing. I would say, <laughs> yeah. do the thing, it's not always about the money, but I would literally say yes to like a gifted thing. I would say yes to like a 50 pound for a post. I had no idea how much to charge for social media posts. And then it was like, you know, can you post on TikTok as well as Instagram? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm working with a brand. Who cares? (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) And then later on down the line, as, you know, I started getting picked up with more jobs, I was like, oh, wait, but how come this brand's offering me way more than that? What that person was offering me? Wait, hold on. Why are they paying me £200 for posts and you paid me 50 What's going on? And then um, eventually down the line, through doing my content creation, kind of, being as consistent as I could as I was at the time ish um I basically got approached based by an agency to sign me basically um which I did and through them they actually challenge everything and that's the best part of it because I'm like wow actually I missed out and not saying it's like yeah I'm missing it was the experience that matters Mm -hmm. but I also did miss out on the fact that I could have been charging a lot more charging a bit or more, not yeah, actually yeah. knowing that actually LV yeah. you know you could charge for your Instagram frames you mm. can charge if you want them to repost it on certain places you can charge for exclusivity mm. like you could charge for all these things and I had no idea and yeah. it's like free being with agents they're like yeah LV will do this for you but it will be this amount mm. and it's either they say yes or no or if mm. they really want you they'll, they'll pay you for it yeah, yeah. so yeah I think just also being like weary because some brands aren't um I dodgy, basically. They're scams. Yeah. They'll be like, you know, buy buy something, buy a jewelry off of us, and you'll get a discount code or something, and you got paid for delivery. Like those kind of stuff. That's it's so, a big no no. Terrible, isn't it? Right. It's so bad, and people have like fallen for that. Yeah. Or I've know. heard, yeah, I've heard. It's really bad. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah you just got to be careful because I think they know like this is how you can kind of like reach out to people. But um, now I've just got an email that people just email and the agent pick it up, and you know you can kind of suss it out that way. But also, if I really want to work with someone, for example, I really like a certain brand, mm-hmm. I might tell them, can you reach out to them, dude? Because mm-hmm. I really have this idea and, and I think it would be great if we could collab with them on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Love yeah. That. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Yeah. And you had a big announcement today. What, what was the announcement? Yeah. 
um, I am officially an LG ambassador. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. LG ambassador. Okay, so so how, how did that happen? And what, what is an LG ambassador? So um, so LG have actually introduced like a new um, platform basically called um, LG um, Hustle Hub. So they basically have a massive community group which is made up of people who are side hustlers, small businesses, Mm -hmm. but also experts who are there to kind of help you guys navigate through your side hustle or whether you you have a side hustle, you want it to become your full-time job, something like what I've done. So they basically want to encourage the community to come together, support each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically I'm one of the, basically, I guess like the face alongside other people who are there to kind of help spread the word about a side hustle community, but also, you know, the equipment they have in place to help side hustles kind of like yeah. be more um, efficient. So they've got an LG laptop, which is like <laughs> crazy LG Gram laptop, yeah. which is like super lightweight That's that you mad. can take anywhere with you. Mm. Um, and, you, you know, you kind of get your work done with it. So your emails, your content creation, you can just do everything on the go. So they're really like encouraging people who have side hustles and want to actually maybe elevate that a bit more. So that's yeah. it that's really dope well done yeah, congratulations you. and you know i love hearing stuff like that and it sounds like they're definitely going to be building like a community of like-minded people i feel like yeah nowadays people are re- realizing that one income is not enough you have yeah. to have a few especially this day income. and age 100%. exactly exactly 100%. Cost of living, right? <laughs> um i wanted to know like do you have any tips for like creating viral content because you, you mentioned that you made um a few viral content so do you have any like tips for like listeners in terms of what you think is like not secret mm. source, but what what you think can give you the likelihood that you can you know create some viral. Obviously, there's you know mm. there's no guarantees in life, right? There but, isn't. But what things could somebody do to make sure? Okay, cool. Give themselves the best chance to you know get their content out there. Yeah, I mean it's hard. Like mm. I think everyone everyone's always blaming it on like the algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm doesn't like me. But I think it's whether people are going to take something, something away from it. Mm-hmm. If you're creating content that actually is valuable, people will tend to be like, oh, wow, I didn't know about that. And actually want to go and save it and yeah. go and actually search it up. So I think if you wanted to start off by kind of creating yeah. um, content, if it's something valuable, people will take that away. But also on the other end, it's like if you're doing something that's more entertaining, because it doesn't have to be a niche within what I'm doing and money saving on side hustles or dance, but it could be something that's actually just entertaining and people love, they love that they yeah. just love being entertained. They think, oh that's really funny or let me see what they're bringing up next time yeah um but i probably say if you are starting out doing your content just kind of figuring out what you enjoy talking about or what you enjoy doing yeah that can kind of help like kickstart and then as you're going you actually learn yeah and you will probably start to figure out like what works for your community and maybe what they're not feeling yeah yeah so they'll tell you right yeah or they, they will like it the community <laughs> the tiktok community the social media community they'll tell you we don't we don't like that so yeah um so yeah I'll probably say yeah just kind of create your content and kind of just see where it goes and I know people will say be consistent but it actually only takes one mm. post for it to go that's true viral. that's true what, what do you think about the consistency thing what's your like what's your take on it I I am not consistent I am genuinely so busy you don't think you're consistent no. but you're still here so isn't that kind of a form of consistency you Do you know what? Maybe in my, in my mind, I'm thinking consistent. No, I was thinking consistent weekly, oh. but then you are still creating content. You haven't yeah. just fallen off. Yeah. Basically, off, right? I think, yeah, I'll probably say in terms of like, the <laughs> consistency of posting every day, mm. that is not me. Yeah. That is not me. I can't, I can't do it. I just yeah. genuinely can't do it. Yeah. Um, but I have had, you know, like right now on my phone, I've got about 400 drafts. Like, at least you show you, I've got 400 drafts on my TikTok that are just not 400 drafts. <laughs> Seriously. I've got 400 drafts. Wait, hold on. What of recording? Recordings. That you've done. That I've done. That I've done. What? Okay, that's crazy. That I've 444. done. 444. <laughs> yeah. When did you have the time to do all of this? That's the thing. Sometimes I'll just batch create. I'm like, you know what? I'm in yeah. the mood to create content today. So I would literally just create lots of different content, change wow. the outfits, different songs, dance to certain things. Wow. And then later on, I'll put text over it yeah. and then post it. Um, but also because I've now started doing long, like longer um, videos in terms of vlogs, yeah. I think that's what takes majority of my time. Because okay. I'm like, well, I can stay in life as a side hustler mm. and I've got so many clips that I've got to put together. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm in it, I don't recall certain things. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to post it now. I didn't, I didn't catch that bit. Yeah. So it's like, that's when I feel like I'm not being consistent enough because I'm yeah. actually my own worst enemy. I'm like, yeah. oh, but I didn't do this. Oh, but, you know, oh, but I'm doing that. I haven't got time to do it. And yeah, I think 
You're right. I haven't fallen off the face of the earth, but I feel like I could be a bit yeah. more like consistent, showing up a bit yeah. more. Because sometimes people will be like, oh, where's she gone? She hasn't yeah. posted for a week. Yeah. And I'll come back the week after I'm posting three videos a day. And it's yeah. like, your audience yeah. might be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. They it works be- for some though. I think there are That's some, the there are some people like that works for and they don't have to post like once a week. Or- yeah. You know, a bit more sporadic, um, but four hundred pieces—that's a mad <laughs> backlog, though. Wow, wow! I'm you have fine. like content. You have more content than you have more content for at least another year. Yeah, yeah. of content. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. crazy! Wow, that is know, crazy. That is crazy. So you, you gave a bit of an insight into like the difficulties because I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate how much effort goes into content creation. They see, it, oh yeah, I could do that. I could. Yeah, we know how hard it is. Yeah. It's it's super, super, super um, yeah. difficult. Can you give us a bit of an insight into mm-hmm. what that's like for you? You gave us a little bit mm-hmm. and like how long it takes you and like how you're overcoming some of those challenges. Yeah, so um, depending on what the brand brief is, um, if it's a simple dance video, I'll just say, I'm doing a dance video tonight. Yeah. I'll probably send them a song and say, this is what I plan to do or whatever it is. And once they approve it, it's just easy for me to just create the content and make it. Um, sometimes it's more wordy. So I would actually write a script, genuinely write the script because I don't want to record anything. And then they're like, we don't like it. Or can you change these certain words? I'd rather just, yeah. you know, that's kind of the one way I overcome it. Writing a script and then let the brand actually approve it. And then I'll I'll film and they can't change it after mm. that. I'll be like, well, it's done now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's written in the contract. Yeah, right? it's written yeah. now. It's yeah. done. And yeah, one other thing that you just mentioned, literally contract, mm. it's... When I first started, that stuff didn't really exist. Mm. Like I didn't know, I was just accepting anything. I didn't know that actually there's some form of like rules to what you're doing or just being covered and protected as well. Cause it's a job that you're doing. Once you're starting to get paid to do content creation, brands are paying you like three, 400, 600 pounds for a post. Actually it's, it's a job now. So having a contract in place really does help to kind of make sure that you're both, you know, align, aligning with the end goal. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one other way I've overcome is actually understanding my contract. Mm. And if I don't get it, I'll ask or I'll ask my agent, I don't get it. And then like, oh, let's go and check. And, mm. you know, um, one other thing that um, I realized from doing content creation is definitely the amount of amendments that mm. the brands might ask you to do. Just cap it. <laughs> really? Just, yeah, yeah, I remember you did a yeah. post on TikTok about that, right? Yeah, like just cap just it. They just kept on asking you for, for some. Change this, yeah. change that, change yeah. that. Just cap it. Just say you'll yeah. get two and if you want more, we'll charge you more. Yeah. Li- literally, that's it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm guessing try it, try it next time. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Luckily, uh, luckily, no brands I've gone to, they normally, they, they're they okay. I've only had one rogue brand. And I'm, mm. never, I'm not going to say their name. I'm yeah, never yeah. going to work with them again. Yeah. Um, Have you, like, had... I was gonna say, have you had any issues? And I do know you've had a, yeah. an issue one because you put it on um, TikTok about payment, sometimes late payment. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brands sometimes they can be a bit guilty. Hundred percent as well. I think yeah, it's it's hard. It's like a lot of so a lot of brands sometimes are new new companies that will um, join the scene and like I want to work with um, a creator, but they might not necessarily know that by then you. I don't know, they might not they might not know like the ins and outs or it's kind of just new for them. They just think that you just reach out. They're not yeah. too sure what the steps are. And by then you might be so much more experienced and actually understand it a bit more than them. And um, so you can kind of like help shape it and kind of say like, hey, if you want this, this is how much it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. This is how many, blah, blah, blah. And this is when I expect the payment or yeah. whatever it is. So yeah, one experience that I've had before, which um, actually traumatized me, is um, I create content for a brand mm. and then they turn around and basically said oh like we don't actually need it anymore like we just yeah we've we've we're not doing this campaign anymore what and i was like wait what i recorded edited sent it over and now you guys don't want to do the campaign or it's nothing against you it's just that we don't want to do it anymore we're not and i'm like from there i was like so traumatized and i was like yeah it's really important as well if you can to get uh, your deposit paid, if you mm. can. Some brands might say, Oh, you no. ask for a deposit? Ne- like, after <clears throat> that. Yeah, after yeah. that, like, we'll pay, like, for example, they'll say, we'll pay uh, a partial mm. of scope A, depending how long your project is. Mm. Of scope A, we'll pay a percent of that. Mm. Upon delivery, you get this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's the way forward. Not everyone will do it, but yeah. some brands will. You think it's it's something you should do to protect yourself? I think so, because yeah. you do all that work. It's a job. It's, 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 it's a, a lot job. of work. It's a lot of work. It's hours. We're talking yeah. hours, like half a day. Yeah. And, and they say, oh, no, nah, you know, 
Yeah, and that really actually traumatized me. Yeah. I, like genuinely, I was like, I can't believe I I did that. I recorded. I probably yeah. even did my hair. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we don't we don't want it anymore. It's nothing against you, but we don't want to do the campaign anymore. So yeah, that really traumatized me. And I was like, yeah, after that, can we please make sure I at least get paid yeah. like a deposit? It doesn't work with all brands. Some brands yeah. are just like, oh no, like once you get done, like, you know, or you sign the contract, they'll just pay you everything anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just kind of being like yeah. being aware that it's not gonna be a plain sailing yeah. with everyone. Yeah. Um It's not, is it? Yeah, but just yeah, if you can, if it's written it's better yeah but just yeah kind of making sure you have there's an agreement in place of when you should get paid mm-hmm. um and what happens if you if they don't pay you on time yeah you might have a little leeway but if not say hey you know after every day we're going to charge you 150 for mm-hmm. everything that is late or something yeah. like that because they're, they're they definitely they definitely like rush you to get their stuff oh 100 right? that's 100%. the right they'll rush you <laughs> when it comes to paying they ain't in a rush to yeah. pay <laughs> <laughs> this is i found out they're not in a rush to pay but they're in a rush to get the content yeah 100 so percent. they're not serious they're actually not serious um cool no thank you so much for those tips i think that they will definitely help like a lot of listeners i remember when i went into it i didn't know anything of what yeah. i was doing contracts you know how much i charge none of yeah. that sort of stuff so it's like i feel like it's a bit of a minefield and i feel like some brands they're very experienced and they don't they don't also educate the creators, which yeah. I f- think is quite sad, you yeah. know, from their perspective. I know they're trying to get the cheapest as possible because it's a business, but I feel like they should also, you know, try and teach new, yeah. new creators. Okay, this is how you do things, you know, yeah. make sure you have a contract, da, da, da. But, you know, some of them are cowboys, to yeah. be honest, right? If they get it, they'll get the lowest price. If they can pay you less than minimum wage, they'll do it. They'll do it, yeah. Like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So you mentioned um, that you obviously have your dance side hustle, content create, creation as well. Yeah. What other stuff did you, did you do as well? Oh, gosh. <laughs> this, this is uh, one of several side, yeah. you know, income streams. So want to know time. the other ones. Yeah, um, yeah, of course you got, we got better time. So, um, babysitting. Okay. I still kind of do that sometimes actually, yeah. and I really enjoy it. Um, also, film runner. So I would uh, work on a film set mm-hmm. or a short film set. Um, yeah, from using receipt apps, yeah. um, doing stage management, okay. production assistant. I do stuff like Is that. Is that all in that film section, film part, or just different roles? Different roles, yeah, yeah. different roles. Um, sometimes it's even yeah, just teaching dance for other workshops or even doing talks or hosting um what else what else what else um how many streams is this is this like, yeah it's like it's like loads isn't it is yeah it seven eight <laughs> more uh more it's more yeah like what are we talking um, like 12 or <laughs> yeah probably i'll probably say even more more than 12 yeah. more than 12 <laughs> yeah 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 so this is the importance of literally networking people yeah. because every industry I've been in, they're able to give me other jobs through that. Okay. So whether it's through dance, I toured um, with Nadia Rose for a few years. Wow. So I was literally performing at Wireless Festival, Leeds. And even though the, the concrete is dance, but I'll get paid for other additional jobs within that that branches off. So okay. that's why the list just always yeah. grows. So yeah. Talk the, me through how you did that, like as an example, like how... You know how you mentioned, okay, obviously you started with dance and then you expanded mm. into the other ones through networking. Talk to us about how you did that. Yeah, so yep, yeah, was running my dance school. Um, and then through that, um, one of the teachers that I was working with, she found an opportunity for us to basically um, work for an artist, which was like amazing. I couldn't actually do that day of the music um, video mm. that went on, which actually done really well. Um and then after that, they had other opportunities. They really liked that group of people. And they were like, we really like these dancers. Let's bring them on board to do other stuff. And because I have a good relationship with this person, they were like, come on board on this. So I did. Um, and yeah, based the rest of the history from that, I literally started to tour, literally performed out at festivals. I then went off and did a Barclays advert. So that branched off another okay. um, wow. thing. So I was doing literally on TV. Mm. Um and then through there, we kind of started to, me and my team anyway, we started to kind of like branch out to doing other things, which mm-hmm. meant like doing workshops or being a judge at a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or being a chaperone, sometimes other dance schools need you to look after yeah. their kids. And if you've got the right qualification, you've got DBS, you've got safeguarding, yeah. it's easy for you to just mm. take up that job and do it, yeah. which I have done. Um, and even editing music. So sometimes other dance schools will approach you and say, hey, um, we need a song mixed. And mm. we heard your mix at that competition. It sounded really good. Can you guys yeah. mix our songs? And then we're like, cool, okay. we'll charge you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So it just kind of like <laughs> branches off and it's yeah. like, it's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, again, with like TV and film, just kind of the network I've had through that. They then invite you to do other things and they then invite you to do other jobs. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we recommended this person. Elby's really yeah. good for this and I think she'll be great for that. So then that happens and then you start doing different job roles within that mm-hmm. as well. Same industry, wow. but you start doing different jobs. Wow. Um, and the same with events as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I plan events, but then I started getting different roles, which was like yeah. production assistant, um, mm-hmm. actually stage management. So I'd be like behind the stage with the, yeah. you know, with the, um, what's, the what's the thing called? Like, a, in, like the inter like the intercom thing yeah, talk yeah. and stuff and yeah. so that was another job run I'm like but I came from dance how am I like mm. how's that navigating into this and how's that yeah. navigating to that so yeah you kind of just start to kind of branch out and people start recommending you mm. for jobs or saying oh she was great at that and it's the same kind of with our content creation mm. it's like you know Atta's great at what he does but he has a podcast and now we want him to go and host our TV show yeah. it's like that's actually different revenue um, and different job um, path as well so that's kind of what that's kind of how I grew um, my network and like my jobs as well. That's just crazy. Through that, yeah. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> so, so actually there's lots of different like yeah. income streams. Obviously I can't do all of them all at the same time. Yeah. But during the years I'll be like, yeah, actually I can do that. Actually I okay. can do that. Actually mm, I might charge you for that. So yeah. yeah How do you manage that? Like, manage that? Like, uh, actually let me ask a different question. Which ones mm. are ongoing throughout the year? And which ones do you like to say, okay, I'll do it? In Jan, I'll do it. The other one in August. Mm. Running, like running a business, mm. um, running my dance with that's literally throughout the year. Yeah. Throughout the year. Um, and then when I have like summer term times, that's when I was actually doing like the more of the touring and yeah. obviously festivals. That's when it's banging that's there. when it's popping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then also because that's the time of events, like the borough would approach me to do, or they'll commission me or mm. the team I'm working with to um, help support their events. Um, sometimes through that I'll get commissioned to um, outsource dances that they want and then I'll, I would then say hey here are 10 dancers that we found that could do your show get commissioned off of that yeah. so it's like some things I just kind of come and go um, TV and film is not every day I can literally mm. pick up a job whenever yeah. so last year I did the jungle and I worked on that that was like two days and then that's it yeah. um, babysitting mainly was after my shifts at work yeah. so my full-time job when I had finished my shift at six, I would then start babysitting at like half seven till a certain time. Mad. Yeah. So what's, what's a working day? I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. <sighs> Boy. <Where is> it? <laughs> um, so before I left uh, my full-time job in October, my literally my working day was literally Monday to Friday. I was working um, 10 till six. Um, but on the Friday, I would leave a little bit earlier because I run my dance school. So I was always working, but I had to leave earlier so I can go run my dance school. Because I think people just think I get booked to teach and I actually run the dance school. So I need to be there to open up, sign the kids and everything. Um, so that would finish till about half eight. Um, so some days in the week or like on Tuesday, I would do babysitting. So when I literally finished my job, I'd go okay. and babysit for the family. Mm. And weekends, which should have been my rest days, will kind of be more, again, workshops mm. or working at an event or uh selling merch for another company so i had done some stuff for like the barbecue and mm. i would be there selling merch and stuff Mad. so it's just like yeah every, every time it's different all the time literally no day's the same wow <laughs> almost sounds like 10 to 10 almost yeah. <laughs> it's not normal actually, wow. to be honest it's not normal but but it sounds um, like you love it though sometimes sometimes i get burnt out like i genuinely i was do. gonna ask you that like yeah. how, how, how do you the burnout part, like how do you, like how are you navigating that? I find basically, I find it really hard to say no sometimes. Yeah. Um, And I think I kind of had to learn that over my time to say, actually, LV, you know, it's okay to say no. Just say you, you know, you can't do it. Like, mm. you know, because, yeah, I, I don't really know how best to deal with my burnout. But when I am at the peak of like, I'm so tired, I won't do anything. I'll, mm. I'll sleep. Yeah. Or maybe I might just say, oh, can you go and teach there instead? Yeah. Um, So... Even with content creation, like I get burnt out with that as well because mm. I'm trying to meet all these deadlines for this person or just content for my own platform to the point where I actually won't post. I won't, mm. I won't do anything. I'll literally just ghost. I'll just say, right, I'm taking this whole week to just rest. 
And I don't know if that's the most logical thing to do, mm. but I feel like when my body's just like, it's shutting down. Yeah. It's shutting down. I've had uh, previous, like previous uh, years, um, I got burnt out so much. I was exhausted. I was suffering from exhaustion. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. young. As well. I know. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing to myself? Yeah. I didn't know exhaustion was a thing. So Absolutely. I was like, what? I'm on a drip. I was like, what is this? I was like, I had no a idea. Drip. Okay, yeah. That was real bad. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know exhaustion, mm. like exhaustion was a thing. Mm. I thought like you just rest and mm. it will go away. But it was like, no, like you, you have no energy to anything, girl. Mm. Like you need to rest. You actually need to listen to your body. Yeah. You need to eat right. Mm. Um, and you need to basically be hydrated. Sometimes, you know, you're just working so hard. You don't. Yeah think about not that you don't think about eating but you don't eat or you don't mm. drink when you're supposed to yeah. and then it catches up yeah why do you work so hard i mean you know, I, there's no dispute that you're a hard worker like uh... you are a superhuman <laughs> right but why like what, what 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 do you think to your why as to why like you're going so hard do you know the what point of like you know that i think because i would like to purchase my house okay day. Okay. Yeah, you know, council flats great. You yeah. know, you got your right to buy. Like, actually yeah. purchase it would be like yeah. the dream. Okay. Um, but also just being a, being able to kind of <clears throat> enjoy life because mm. I want to be able to say this side hustle, this side hustle money has actually like funded my holiday mm. or like I didn't really want to keep dipping into my actual salary. I kind of mm. want to be able to like use my side hustle money to do other things or okay. to reinvest in within myself. Yeah. Um, that's main. Yeah, that's mainly it. And then also. I was really proud of myself last year. I bought the car that I wanted. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I got robbed as well. But that's not the point. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> the the car robbed? I got robbed as well. Yeah. You so, got it back on insurance though, right? Uh, they, huh? it's, it, that is actually such a complicated story. But they, oh my gosh. they, yeah, it got robbed off my drive. But obviously it was a start and start car. So, so I was really proud of myself. Had a really nice car. Is it, is it the keyless types? They're apparently they're easy to... Yeah. I woke up one day and it was gone. On the drive? Yeah. What's wrong with these people? I know. I woke up and it was gone. So it took me a while to kind of save up, I guess, to get... Yeah, like, you know, you work hard. Like, especially, yeah. like you said, like, I'm working so hard to get what I want. And then that someone happens. just stole it. Um, But then what was hard was that it, um, the insurance, because it actually was on um finance when I got it, mm-hmm. the insurance um paid off my car finance um but i had to top up the rest to make sure it was all covered so that from then i was like i'm gonna buy it outright so it's okay. mine if that ever happens god forbid touch yeah. wood again <clears throat> touch wood again yeah. like it's mine so yeah so i worked really really hard to yeah. make sure actually i'm not going to get a car on pcp again mm-hmm. and i'm gonna buy it outright which i did but when I've done that now, I've just made sure this time it's way more protected. Yeah. Roll lock, um, the pouch, everything. Mm. Not saying that people still, still can't steal it, but yeah. at least I've known. You've got I, a camera and all of that. I don't know. I don't have a camera. Yeah. No, Get I should. To be fair, luckily my neighbours, they're the they, ones they when it got camera. stolen, they had they, the camera. And okay. that's how I was able to submit it to okay. the police. Cool. But um, but yeah, I should really get one. Yeah. But I just kind of made sure it's that. worth it, right? Yeah. Just in case, because like. I, to be fair, I don't have a dash cam, so I, I'm speaking yeah. like a, a own one. But I'm imagining, like, because I know some of them, or track or something, mm. and imagine some of them you can even remotely, I'm sure, see, like, mm. where things are. See, if I've got um yeah. Apple... um Oh, the Apple tag thing? Yeah, I've got that. Oh, yeah, I don't, I, if I don't know how far it goes before it disconnects. I have no idea it how probably, it works. I think far, because I remember, like, uh, my AirPods, I thought I left them, like, I thought I left them in North London. Oh. Like, you can tell, yeah, it knows. Oh, oh yeah, it's, oh, it's quite far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah, good to know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I left them now, like where I live in Southeast, it will it will say that I've left them behind, or you left them here in this okay. location. This is uh-huh. what I've so okay, yeah. great. So at least I've got that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just I'm just working hard because I want to be able to. Yeah, I guess have that freedom eventually to be mm. able to kind of just do what I want yeah. in that aspect. So even like as of now, I can stand up and just go on holiday yeah there's no one telling me you need to book a holiday yeah you need to tell work nope yeah. peace i'm out i can do whatever so i you've want even attain some of that freedom now yeah 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 Mad. i enjoy it like, <laughs> I, I literally enjoy it so much yeah. i'm like everything's kind of on my own terms i can kind yeah. of do you know um so obviously i was smart enough when i did leave work to make sure that i had i actually made sure i had five months worth of expenses saved okay did do six made sure i had five mm. because i was like i want to be able to just kind of relax for a bit mm. But still kind of, yeah, I still had side hustles anyway. So I was kind of like, I'm still doing <laughs> still that. Earned, yeah, I'm yeah, still working. Screen, but yeah. at least everything's like back in my court. So um, 
And yeah, I guess, yeah, also just save not towards the house because we want to buy the property that you're in, you know, mm. have a nice asset. So yeah. I guess, yeah, that's my main drive um, as of right now. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. You know what, though? Even though I'm asking, even though I asked you that question, I think that it's the right way to look at things, to work harder in your mm-hmm. 20s, achieve the goals you want, your freedom, whatever. And then when you get to your 30s, you can enjoy yeah. your life. 30s, yeah. 40s, 50s. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. wish I did what I did 10 years <laughs> earlier. I wish I was going hard, mm. you know, 10 years earlier. I I, I wish I, my, my life might have been a bit different or, I, you know, I feel like a lot of us, what happens is we don't take the risks when mm-hmm. we're younger. We want to yeah. take them when we're older, when it's hard for us to take risks. Maybe we have a dependent, maybe we have a partner, maybe we have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. We can't yeah. take those risks and try and, you know, build up our skills and try different businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. for those people that do, Wanna yeah. side hustles? Yeah. What What would you say? Because obviously, I think that when this episode gets released, it's going to be twenty twenty three. So, mm-hmm. side hustle queen. Devon was a side hustle king. You're the side hustle queen. Uh, don't forget Jay as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jay, 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 yeah. 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 He's a side hustle prince. Yeah. Jay, yeah. Jay, 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 Jay came with some fire and side hustles too. Yeah. You three. Yeah. You three are killing it in that game. <laughs> Honestly. Um. So what What would you? Can you give us four side hustles that people could? kind of start straight away mm. obviously if they have to do a bit of learning that's fine because we you know you can't just start without nothing yeah. um where they can start making seeing some income kind of almost immediately yeah um i'd say first one um probably be like affiliate marketing okay. so no matter what you buy more time there's a, a link whether it's a refer a friend whether it's something that i don't know it could be i don't know shopping from like curries or yeah your mobile phone or something like that you probably have a refer a friend so being able to kind of share your links with family and friends if they're looking to potentially buy from the same customer you could actually get something back in return whether it's a 30 pound 50 pound amazon voucher or something um so i'd probably say doing that because there's so many links out there that you guys could be sharing with friends and family mm-hmm. and start generating some income um second thing i'll probably say renting renting out your staff okay. um I don't think people realize that can actually make a bit of money like from renting out their stuff, whether it's your driveway, yeah, whether it's um, equipment that you have at home. So if you have like equipment, I don't know, could be a camera, you can rent that stuff out. Um, or even your clothes, people are renting out their clothes and making like hundreds and thousands of pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you oh, guys like check out that buy rotation. I never wore it yeah. once, twice. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Literally rent it out. Yeah. You'd be surprised people are renting out their wedding dresses because they're like, oh, well, it's just sitting here. Let me just rent that out. That's true. So people are earning money yeah. from doing that. Um, and I'll probably say another thing is probably just selling mm. online. Genuinely, like declutter your, your room, your house and sell it off. Like I remember listing something which what was it it was like a candle it was a candle mm. and i was like oh like maybe i should just throw it away but then i listed it it was like four of them though i listed it for like four pound something and someone bought it and i was like are you sure, are you sure? <laughs> four candles really yeah but it, they were like kind of like small small but, candles yeah but someone was like i want it so you never know sorry i need to cough sorry that's no, right. <laughs> i'm still flaming sorry um, but yeah, like you never know um, what people want to buy. So just renting stuff out, especially yeah. you don't have to go out and buy stuff in order to make and rent. It could be stuff you really have at home mm-hmm. and just um, declutter that out and sell online. Um, another thing I'll probably say is, hmm, this one could be more based on your passion, I guess. Um, what's the best way of saying it? So for example, with myself, mm-hmm. my passion obviously is dance. Yeah. Um, but finding ways that you, how you can monetize from your passion. Mm-hmm. So for me, as mentioned, I teach dance. I can go teach different dance schools, but also you can go and perform for artists. You can feature music videos. You could um, teach the actual artist how to dance. Yeah. Like there's all these different avenues that you guys could yeah. be could be doing. So I guess finding your passion and what you really enjoy doing, whether it's photography, whether it's cooking, whether it's uh, baking, or whatever it is, find your passion and see if you can monetize off yeah. your passion. Um, is that three or four? That's four, I think. Was it? That's, I think that's four. Sure? Affiliate links, finding yeah. your passion. Oh, what was the third one? Sell, selling, selling and then renting. Renting, yeah. Four. Yeah. Four. Okay. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I hope they're useful. Cause no, they like, are. It's like everyone's so different. Like, yeah. it's hard to kind of pinpoint, like, yeah. this is the side hustle you should yeah. start. Like, it kind of depends on what you actually want to do. Yeah, like, what do you do. enjoy doing? Yeah. 
Because the worst thing is working in the field that you don't enjoy it. Exactly. If you enjoy baking, you can make money off of baking. At least yeah. you enjoy it. It's not a chore. Yeah. So, I feel like you can monetize almost anything. Easily. Anything. Yeah. That's the scariest yeah. thing. That's the scariest. If you can monetize off of anything, even if it's something within yourself, yeah. a talent, a skill that you have, or appearance, like mm. people are paying to just be hand models. And, you know, brands are paying yeah. people just for their hand. Like, what's that? Yeah, I, I literally had, I literally <laughs> had a, uh, one of my friends, actually. We, um, a couple, I think it was like five episodes ago, maybe, or it might be 10 at this point. Yeah, she she used to get paid for hand modeling. She's getting paid a lot of money. Look at that! You see, yeah. like it's like it's, it's quite crazy. wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, people can literally either make money off themselves, literally off their appearance or yeah. their skills or their talents. Like yeah. you just never know. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's just definitely like you said. It's about finding what you enjoy. It seems like yeah. you've you're getting paid to live the life that you want to do. Yeah. And you're doing the things that you want to do and it's comfortable for you. Yeah. You know, and I think that's probably why you're probably <laughs> going to be, you're going to do good at it and you'll continue to grow in it because you've managed to, to get into an industry that you like yeah. and then find a way to monetize all avenues yeah. of it. Really and smart. network. And I'm telling network. you, I'm yeah. telling you networking's the yeah. way because you, you never know the people that you know can refer you to other jobs. Yeah. And then that's how you keep. Yeah. Yeah. What would what what tips do you have for networking? Would you say then? I guess. Um, depending on the setting, but if it's an event, I actually go and talk to everyone. Mm. Like I know it sounds cringy, yeah. but just kind of saying what you do because more time they're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you do that. And the next time they'll think of you yeah. for something else. They'll be like, oh, that guy runs a podcast. I think yeah. he'll be great to do this. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, just actually talking to people. If you're at an event, a setting, just introduce yourself. Or if you know that person, you've seen them someone before, just say like, hey, I really like what you do. Like. Yeah. Not saying I'm a big fan, but I genuinely yeah. enjoy what you do. And I think like, it's great. Yeah. And, you know, through there, just that that connection. Or for me, when I was working in the film set, just actually getting to know everyone. Because everyone's here for the same goal, to make sure this show, whatever it is, yeah. is produced. But you never know, whatever job they might be on next time, they might say, oh, I met that girl last time at that place. And she was actually really cool. And I think she'd be great for this. So that, it's just, I, I think it's different because not everyone likes to talk. Some people are introverts. Yeah. But if you genuinely put yourself out there. Yeah. It will, it will help. Yeah. It can, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird because you say you're shy. I am. Elvi doesn't seem. I so am. Shy, I actually but am. she says she's shy, but she does all of this yeah. stuff. So, I mean, if she's able to do it, and she says she's shy. Then yeah. I, I think a lot of us can do it. You know what's so funny though? I think even the most confident person will say that networking events are awkward. But it's like yeah. you said, at the end of the day, right? We all. We're all humans yeah. at the end of the day, right? We're not going to bite each other. <laughs> right? like, if you just introduce yourself, hey, this is what I do. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. I feel like the icebreaker is going to immediately go. People are not going to be yeah. nasty. 100%. You know, it's funny you said that. I was at an event. Yeah. Um, actually, with Kia, I was at an mm-hmm. event. And someone approached us like, do you guys want some um, sweets? And we're like, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. And he was like, are you sure you don't want any Percy pigs? And I was like, no, no. <laughs> like, we're all right. Next thing I was like, what's your name? And then we're like, ah. Oh, what a nice icebreaker. I'm always going to remember this person. I'm yeah. approaching my first thing. Very interesting. So he came. Oh, sweets. Like, yeah. he, he didn't just want to say, you know. Yeah. Like, hi. He literally yeah. said, do you guys want some sweets? And I was like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, like, you just never know. Everyone's different. Yeah. And you're right. Like, everyone's human. Yeah. Some might be horrible. Some people might just yeah. be like, oh, thanks for approaching me. Because, yeah. like, I was thinking about it, but I was too shy to. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it, can, it can be, it can yeah. be <laughs> um so yeah wanted to talk about your dance business mm-hmm. okay so how 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 is it now so so obviously you started it was 10 years now 10 yeah. years deep into it right um yeah what talk, talk me through through it yeah so when i started it was just a community group mm-hmm. so basically unconstituted group yeah um and the salvation army took it under their wing to kind of help me like to, cause I was too young to be honest mm. to be working with children mm. and stuff. So they kind of took me under the wing to make sure I was trained properly, safeguarded, and make sure I had the right chaperones in the room and everything. So they helped me basically kickstart it. So within the Salvation Army, I had its own entity. So I was actually still running the whole thing mm. um, myself. Um, but then as of October, so basically when I left my full time job, I basically made my dance hustle my main hustle okay so i changed the whole setup of the whole business everything made it into a limited um like i said me and my sisters like with directors and then alongside other people so i just basically just changed the whole setting to make it independent yeah so i was running it all that time but it was under the wing of another major organization a charity um and then now i just decided that actually i want to run it myself mm. and also it gives me more opportunities in terms of grants and yeah. stuff and 
so yeah I just so yeah t- yeah 10 years that is so scary to say <laughs> but yeah I've been yeah doing it for 10 yeah. years um but now it's my main hustle so I actually put in a lot more time mm. into it you yeah. know trying to see if we can branch out you know be in different areas and mm. stuff like that so yeah but I really I really really enjoy it mm. like during that time I've seen like great opportunities come from it from some of my kids doing like little campaigns yeah. like for a book company that asked to work really? with us on something yeah and um pushing our content more on social mm. media um before I was kind of like I don't know I was like in my own little bubble I was just like I didn't really want to post anything like our page was there but it wasn't like yeah I wasn't creating content if that makes sense I was yeah, just like, yeah. we got that was today yay and that was it but yeah. now it's like actually you know these young people that are here you know let's put them out there a bit more let's give them opportunities because everything was more internally now it's a bit more external people are like oh they exist they might think of us now for yeah. another thing and yeah, just the utilizing social media a bit more, like our YouTube actually. So I started that off as well for my dance page in October. I promise you there was nothing on there. There was nothing on there. Really? And then we started posting shorts and I was like, wait, what's going on? I was like, what's going on? And yeah. the subscribers were just coming. I was yeah. like, whoa. Like People it, love it, yeah. I was like, people love dance content or something. Like, yeah. what's going on? So it just motivated me we're to be missing like, it. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like, this is actually <clears> so interesting. People love, like, love this stuff. So kind of putting them out a bit more on that side in terms of social media. Um, but yeah, I just want to be able to give more mm. opportunities now. Now that I'm running it, yeah, like independently, yeah. it's more like all my energy is into it now. Yeah. So it's, it's, you did it Monday to Friday? No. Ba- basically. Rah, obviously, rah. you know, you can pick like... You know, yeah, you can pick your I can day, wake up yeah. at 12 o'clock. I'm like, yeah. Hey. But yeah, that's my main hustle. Just make sure like everything's set up properly because now it's like you're, you're on your own. So yeah. from, you know, your public liability insurance to everything, mm. you're working with children, like you need to make sure everything right. is... Pure and proper. Wow. Make sure everyone's protected. Everyone's like got the right qualification, DBS, safeguarding, everything, mm. first aid, everything. Yeah. So, wow, yeah, that's mad. So, where does the income from it come from? Does it come from the parents of the children, or oh, okay. yeah, okay. subscription so the of the children? So it's like a dance after school dance club, hundred percent. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Private, yeah, hundred oh, percent. So they audition um every september every january wow. to be part of a crew yeah so and the reason i do is a crew is because we want commitment from everyone mm. so i know that these kids are tied in for however long our term is mm. but then we can go and do shows we could go and do competitions so yeah. it just works like a gym membership they just pay every month to come yeah. and dance so that's where the main income comes but also sometimes we do uh external workshops so they might call up our dance school and say yeah. hey we want someone to cover a class yeah and we're like sure we'll charge you you know 25 pound an hour okay. and we'll come teach so stuff like that. So that's another way of kind of okay. like um, earning that's money. Um, and yeah, and guest performances and stuff like yeah. that as well. Wow, wow. And yeah. um, I'm sure you, your mind's probably thinking of <laughs> now that you've done it limited, yeah. like what you're going to do in the future. Can you give us yeah. a bit of an insight into what else you're planning for it? How do you know? Like, come, on, <laughs> come on, you told me you're doing 12 yeah. hustles. There's no way you haven't thought haven't about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my next uh, chapter is creating an agency, okay. literally. Just having an agency and representing like every single student yeah. um, for, could be TV shows, yeah. whatever it is. But now that wow. you know, I've built those connections with other people, it's like, yeah. And you're hey. on TV as well too. Yeah. You've got the media connections. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like, hey. So yeah, that's my next chapter. It's actually being an agency for these young people that you can represent. And like I said, we come from a low income family. Like Our memberships are not crazy because I know where we're from yeah. um, but we still you know have a hall to pay for we still yeah. have like teachers to pay for yeah. so we've done it on a very low income but I want to be able to give back and actually mm. being like you know what these young people are getting paid I don't know 2k for a trainer campaign yeah. do you know what I mean so it's like I want to be able to give yeah. back to them as well so yeah. that's my long term goal in actually introducing an agency side to my dance school okay wow that's smart and I think I think I think it may, it makes sense because you, you your uh create no i don't want to say creating the talent but you're mm. helping the talent to flourish right? yeah 100%. and then you then help them to get opportunities and, yeah and to be seen um, yeah. i think because i think it's not that talent's not out there it's just that them being discovered yeah it's like no one knows well. they're there yeah, yeah exactly exactly wow that's yeah. sure that the the families are going to be like super super happy yeah um, about that no yeah. it's been it's been great <laughs> having this conversation with you um lv um so yeah what, what do you have planned next for yourself Oh, so I haven't actually told anyone this, um, like publicly, I mean, mm. um, but for 2023, I would actually, in terms of my Save with Elves content mm. side, I would really love to have my own side hustle show. Show? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah, does yeah. it sound like this is happening? 
Um, I was like, do you know what? Weird enough, I had my first like... meeting today about it. Yeah. Um, literally today. Yeah. Um, Wait, show like on TV? Yeah. Oh, I'd love yes. to have a TV. Okay. I would love to have a TV show. But wow. I think right now it's just commissioning it to just be a little thing for now and then okay. pitching it to them like, hey, this is what I've done. Yeah. So that's that's the aim. So I'm wow. we're putting it out there because that's what I want to do. Showcase people's side hustles. Yeah. So Wow. Yeah. That'd be epic. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah I mean, it sounds like the talks are you know, progressing well. Yeah. Um, Literally, I had my first first meeting today. Wow. So, and they sounded quite excited about it. Yeah. Like the, as in the film production company that I approached. So they were like, this sounds pretty good. Cool. Yeah. So I hope no one runs away with the idea. So yeah, you know, we've had it here. So. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest though, it's your idea, it's your vis- vision and it's you. Even yeah. if they try to get somebody else with it, it, it might be dry. Let's be real, right? Yeah. You have to, I feel like if somebody has a vision, and they've got a purpose. That's the person that you give it to. You don't try and give it to some generic presenter. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. because they're a big name, I mm-hmm. think. No, I don't think they'll do it justice, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Okay, cool, that cool, cool. Nice. Let me know how that goes. Let me know how that goes. Um, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Save It Ls on TikTok, um, Instagram, and YouTube. the quiet 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 version of it um and um do you have any final words for the listeners and watchers yeah i mean 2023 um well they're watching it at 2023 they're gonna be watching 2023 yeah so if if you're watching or listening 2023 um this is your year like you know any goals any um personal finance goals that you want to reach just find a certain side hustle that you think you're going to really enjoy and aim for that, aim for that goal. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, LV. Great, 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 great speaking to you. Thank you so much for you know talking about everything that you do. I think that what you do is, is super inspirational and it's going to inspire a lot of the listeners and watchers because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that feel like, um, you know, I get a lot of comments on, on my TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh, you know, how, is is doing Amazon worth this? Is this doing, is it worth it? I think at the end of the day, it's like you said, just find something that you like and just run with it. Yeah. And just stick with it, you know, just have a little bit of patience and just keep doing it. If you like it, I'm sure you can make some form of, of money from it. I feel like there's 100%. too many opportunities out in this it's, world it's nowadays. Too many. It's too many. You know, and people, I feel like they just too, they just want to play it safe sometimes, yeah. especially when you're young. I feel like take the risk, right? Yeah. Do something different. Try something out and see if it works. It yeah. may not. It may, it may, it may do. And I feel like your story shows that if you, you put yourself out change. there, it'll work. Yeah. And just right? chop and change. Just try different things because you exactly. never know what you're going to enjoy, what you're not going to enjoy. Exactly. And it opens the doors for you trying out different things. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's been, no, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, watchers and listeners appreciate you uh, tuning into this episode of the Takeoff Experience. I hope that you have a great 2023 and we'll see you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com disclosures for details